0: I want to talk to you this morning uh, about how do we pray or prayer for 2021 and I look across this room and I see many of you are prayer warriors you know how to pray you've prayed before but I have also found with the body of Christ when I talk to somebody about praying out loud they're a little bit nervous about that, you know. They have, say, "I pray, but don't ask me to pray out loud," you know, and that's okay. Usually, what that means is you just haven't practiced, or you feel like maybe you won't say it right, or you don't have the eloquence of somebody that has done it a lot. And 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 I just want you to know that, that God is, is hearing your prayers from a place other than your words. It's called your heart. I was thinking about uh, laying out a few of the weeks, the first part of this this year. And God gave me the focus of prayer about three weeks ago. And little did I know what would happen in the last seven days in our nation. It's an appropriate thing for the Lord to say, here's here's what I want you to do, is and it's the most powerful thing that you can can really get better and, and good at, and that is praying, prayer, realizing who really can move mountains, who re- realize who really can turn things around or heal things. Or... So today we're going to take a look at prayer and we're going to um, first start with some quotes I thought you might enjoy this Abraham Lincoln said I've been driven many times upon my knees by the overwhelming conviction that I had nowhere else to go my own wisdom and that of all about me seemed insufficient for the day and I would say that we have found ourselves in those places before amen Billy Graham says the Christian life is not a constant high I have my moments of deep discouragement I have to go to God in prayer with tears in my eyes and say, oh God, forgive me, help me. First service, I know and during the communion uh, devotion time, uh, Susan Swart had uh, started off with, sometimes my morning prayer is, Jesus, help me. That's all he, she said, that's simple and sweet, but how many of us really start the day off realizing we need Jesus more than anything else that day to experience health or wholeness? This is a more modern author of our time, Lisa Turkhurst, says, the reality is my prayers don't change God, but I am convinced prayers change me. Praying boldly boots me out of the stale place of religious habit into an authentic connection with God himself. I don't know about you, I need a boot every now and then. My wife, Lord, somehow empowers her occasionally when I need it. she's back here in the tech booth i've given her a wave uh beth moore uh somebody that's been around a little longer says there are parts of our calling uh or excuse me there are parts of our calling comma works of the holy spirit and defeats of the darkness that will come no other way than through furious fervent faithful faith-filled, increasing prayer couple of older authors you've heard about oswald chambers prayer is an effort of the will i mean you've got to decide to do it it's not just something that comes about cory tim boone says don't pray when you feel like it have an appointment with the lord and keep it a man is powerful on his knees would you all agree with some of those statements those pretty good statements i think so i like those people and her last thing to share, and really I'll paraphrase, we sometimes as humans save the going-to-God prayers when we're at the end of our rope, we've tried everything that we can ever think about, we've done our, used our skill sets, we've used our gifting, and then finally, when all else fails, we pray. And she says don't let anything be too small to, to turn to God with. I've got a video here. If you'll uh, direct your attention to the screens that we will uh, open up into the rest of our message today. Join me as we look.
1: Lord, it's been a year of trials, questions, and loss. But we are not a people without hope. We look to you. We're asking you to do what only you can do. We're asking you to make next year into something beautiful. God, make next year about hope and healing and reconciliation and progress. Make next year about your word and your love and your mission your power. Next year, turn our weakness into strength. Turn our tears into a song. Turn our pain into laughter. And turn our scars into a story. A story of your mercy and grace. Make next year about you. In your glory. In your fame. Not ours. your kingdom come your will be done
0: amen it's interesting that in the gospels we find two places where jesus is speaking and telling his disciples how to pray those are found in matthew chapter 6 and also in luke chapter 11 and I want us to look at these verses today, and I would ask you as we study this particularly familiar verse, and I'd like you to ask yourself as we go uh, slide by slide or point by point, God, what does that mean to me? God, how does that confirm something in me? God, is there something I have missed that you want to speak to me today in? Because he's here, and he has a message for you, not me, him. Amen. When we start off uh, with studying this, we find uh, this opening verse. We find it in Luke chapter 11, verse 1. And he says, Now Jesus had been uh, at a certain place. He'd been praying. So Jesus is already doing what he is going to teach us about. And one of the disciples asked him, Lord, teach us to pray. And again, teach us to pray, not necessarily a rote prayer, but teach us the, the, the basics, the framework, the DNA of prayer. I'm going to jump over to Matthew now, chapter 6. And before you begin to pray, he goes into a, uh, uh, a teaching on being aware, be aware, be aware of practicing, uh, you, you know, your righteousness before others. This is about, you need to have the right motives Uh, before you begin to pray sometimes well let me just say as i went through school i pray i cried out to god a lot of times lord help me get a a on the test actually what i was praying is help me pass I don't know if you all have cried out certain prayers before but i can tell you that, uh, that what he's talking about here is make sure your heart is right make sure the prayer is coming from the right place and if it's if you're praying if in order to be seen by someone else if you're trying to do good in this particular verse but in this next verse verse five he said if it's all about being seen by others then then that prayer is not a good place to start he says don't be like the hypocrites oh i'm fine and highly favored i'm doing fine and highly blessed of god how are you today and you paint the the smile on or maybe you're praying in such a way that you begin to oh hallowed thou be oh god and you know how to dramatically present because you've watched some powerful preachers but i can tell you if it's from a place of seen by others it says truly i say to you you're not going to get a reward of heaven you're going to receive your word right there on earth look at verse six, six it says but when you pray go into your room and, and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees it secret really will, will reward you now i am all for prayer rooms or war rooms uh, but some of you have homes that are full of family children whatever and there's not an inch of space for you to call your own other than maybe get on the riding lawnmower and put the headphones in but you need to the point here is you've got to get still enough and alone enough and pulled away enough turn off the tv turn the phone upside down so it's not in your face flashing and get with god and begin to in a sense shut out that's to shut the door things of this world so you can have hear of things of him Verse 7 says, and when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases. That whole eloquency or uh, add God the Father, Father, God, 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 Father, 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 God, God, you know, and you, and before you ever get to a, a petition. You've got to be careful because we sometimes think if we use enough holy words, somehow it makes the prayer louder. God already knows your heart. God already is wanting you to just come from a real place. I don't know about you. I, I uh, find myself thinking of this uh god the father you know and and i think of of a, of a toddler and a toddler when they're out in a place and it's scary or a, b- a big dog barks or something they daddy and it's 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 a, an authentic reaching for something that can take care of you to rescue you to to deliver you so what that's not an empty phrase that child doesn't go oh that holiest father that has the keys to the car may i borrow it thou for the date night that i'm about to have Says, don't, don't be like them Don't be like the hypocrites Don't try to stir up extra things Now I can tell you what was good for me And that is it helped me start praying more frequently Because I didn't have to be all good at it I can just pray from my heart Jesus then takes them to this framework That we pretty much know I, if you, I look around here And most of you probably have either heard the Lord's Prayer Now it's not really the Lord's Prayer It's a prayer to the Lord uh, Jesus didn't have to preach deliver me uh you know you know lead me not into temptation because jesus is not but it is a reflection of the ministry of jesus we're going to see that in just a minute but he tells his disciples he says pray like this our father now i'm going to pause right there for a second you've heard this before our image of the heavenly father many times gets messed up by our image or our understanding of our earthly father and can I tell you, as much as, as I've tried my best to be a good father, uh, there were some miles in my life uh, with my children that I wish didn't happen because I was not the best father in those moments. But the heavenly father is not an earthly father. He is a perfect and whole. He's the Alpha and Omega. He's the create, creator of all creation, and he has his heart for you like none other. And so, as you may have had the best Father here on earth, but I, I, the, the Heavenly Father is so much more for you. So, our Father, when we pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. We don't use the word hallowed very much. In America, we use it uh, really one time a year, and it's with the, the, the season called Halloween. Isn't it interesting that we would hallow the darkness? that we would lift up the darkness i'm not going to go off on that too far but i know some of you are going to start doing hallelujah amens and starting lighting candles or uh, whatever but what we want to realize is that he is worthy of being uh lifted up in honor the hallowed is to raise him above all things and that he is worthy of being uh of honor he's holy verse 10 says your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven and everyone in here would say yes and amen however what I see many times is what we really want is my kingdom come my will be done on earth as it is in heaven here's a litmus test to that Would, 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 would you like to have the Lord be the Lord over everything in your life everything do you want to be subject to his rule in every aspect of your life It's a great quest, but for most of us, we're still trying to learn how to do that. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The, the kingdom of God is coming. I'm talking about the physical establishment once again of Christ coming again. And I don't know if you've realized this, but we are seeing signs across our globe and our world that the end times are upon us. If you look at the book of Revelation, it talks about what will begin to manifest, what will begin to be seen, and we are in a place where the Christ is coming back sooner today than he was yesterday. We can say that with confidence, but it is about to happen, folks. I don't know what about to happen means, but it is definitely on the threshold of a second coming. So yes, there is a kingdom that will come that's physical, that will take over all things. And I can say at that time of history, there will be no debate whether he can be in schools or government or be talked about or is it politically correct? Because the Bible says that every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess he is Lord. We can count on that. It's in the Bible. So a good question this morning as we study this is, do I really want him to come and rule over me? Do I really want him to rule over my beverage choices at Sonic or at Starbucks? Do I really want him to rule over what I watch and recreate in? Do I really want him to, to, to rule and reign over my mind? Of course we want it, it's just not easy. Then it's, we move from this place, this, this ministry of Jesus where he got alone with the Father. He always honored the Father. He said the Father's will was, a, was really what he was here on earth about. And so that first part of, of the Lord's Prayer that we've looked at is really reflecting how Christ honored and hallowed his Father and how he would ask for the things that we've just talked about for his life. This next part you know, we have love God, love others. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. That's the first part. And loving others, this is actually Jesus loving us, saying, hey, this is, this is what you do to have uh, my principles infused into your life. And it says, give us this day our daily bread. Bread here is provision the bread here is referencing when the children of Israel w- were being delivered out of exile and bondage, and they were in the desert wandering, and they would got to a place that they were really desperate for, for for life, for things to eat, for the provision, and God made a supernatural effort to bring them th- something called manna, the bread of life, and later Jesus says, I'm the bread of life, and here's this 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 crystallized bread-ish stuff that nobody really knew how it happened. It was only available for one day and so they would go out and gather and if they gathered more than they needed for the day it would spoil interesting concept that Christ was or God was putting in the to process then and here is Christ telling us believers how you to pray is give me today my daily bread I'll be honest with you I have prayed God, give me enough bread that I can buy what I want and upgrade what I want and have as many cars as I want and live where I want and I don't want to have to worry about the future because I want enough 401k and investments that that's what I want, God. Anybody with me? That's good financial management. But here we pray this, and is this what we really mean when we pray it? Give me today what I need. It's all from you. See, our breath... Our heartbeat, and even anything that you may uh, enjoy today comes from who? It comes from God. So that's going to Him. Give me a, today our da- my daily bread. We begin to approach the day with Lord, I am blessed. I have so much that you provided, and that's okay. But what I'm going to focus on, what I'm going to start today is not achieving more excess but i'm going to make sure that i seek you for all the little things and all that i need and for my family that's going to be what i pursue everything else is extra blessing proverbs in fact kind of backs this up in verse or chapter 30 verse 8 and 9 it says remove far from me falsehood and lying giving me neither poverty or riches feed me with the food that is needful for me lest i be full and deny you and say what say who is the lord or lest i be poor and steal and profane the name of god see sometimes when we have too much abundance god gets less needy i mean wasn't less needy for god we, we you know we've we've got this it's my business it's my empire it, it's my portfolio and i manage it all comes from god correct we're here on a verse that you could tie to the verse 11 it says and forgive us our debts see i I immediately you can kind of go into a kind of like a visa card Mastercard. (laughs) can i tell you that my wife and i uh, i think i might have a master's level in in debt accumulation i was working on a master's and then went dave ramsey on him and so i i stopped short of of a phd in debt accumulation that's funny but not first time we got a credit card we were young in our 20s you know and wow it was cool zip receive didn't cost anything at least in the moment right zip receive oh we can get that stuff we can't afford right now because we can pay it out over time and then you know what we have actually uh, uh, accumulated so much debt we've actually tested the maximum limits of our credit cards how about you anybody out there with me and he goes i'm sorry sir you've reached your credit limit Here's what we realized more than once And I can tell you we're doing a lot better now than we did in the 20s We realized that at the end of 30 days there was a bill that came And then that bill lasted for a long time and they weren't fun There was no such thing as 30 easy payments or something, okay But we 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 learned this debt accumulation And when we look at this verse forgive us our debt See sin is like a credit card sometimes let me let me go with you on this so you go and you have a couple of extra drinks at a business dinner or lunch, and you make it home, and you're so glad you didn't get a DUI. You were right on the border there. It was a little scary, a little risky, but you made it home. No consequences. So you go do it again and or maybe you say well you know we got a little flirty in the office and you know there wasn't any consequence i tell you where you can really see how this works is with children especially if you're young enough and they know they did something they weren't supposed to do you know what they do they're looking am i going to get a consequence you know hand in the cookie jar and when that doesn't happen they do it again and again and that's how sin can stack up on us we begin to repeat things we know aren't right, but we didn't get caught, and it wasn't that bad, right? I love this verse It's saying, look, and forgive us our debts daily. Daily say, forgive me of my sins. I, uh, there may be some people down the street that say, well, I don't, I've gotten to the point I don't sin anymore. Well, that's sin in itself, okay? Because we all need have room to say, forgive me of my sin, my debts, as I forgive those who or have debt against me or trespasses is another word jumping over the next verse because in 14 he kind of speaks to that Jesus does it says for if you forgive men when they sin that talks about trespasses against you your heavenly father will also forgive you and I know we all want God's forgiveness but it's saying you have to what forgive them first to be part of this equation this is Jesus way but if you don't forgive men for their sins your father will not forgive your sins forgiveness and then lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil I want to have us take this last half and look at it in three parts provision forgiveness and deliverance When you think of what Jesus is sharing with us about praying, it's also a lifestyle. It's also something that will bring the kingdom to coming now and God's will being done now when we as the church wake up to some of these principles. Hallowing God, yes, looking to him as all their provision, not going beyond, uh, saying it's up to me, but it is him. But here's here's the, I believe is the dynamite or the dunamis, forgiveness one of the hardest things for us to do is to forgive how many wants to give me an amen on that you have forgiven people in the past but sometimes people have hurt you sometimes there are things going on sometimes there are knuckleheads in the out there uh, in places of leadership messing with our country I, you didn't hear me say which color they are or what donkey or elephant or whatever i'm just saying they're knuckleheads right it's hard to think about forgiving but I believe as we read this and why God says for 2021 something that will be supernatural for the church if they'll get into this is to see forgiveness to begin to to ask God to help me he sent you the helper if you said yes to Jesus he gave you part of the triune God you know you had God the creator you had Christ come to earth then he left but he left us the Holy Spirit until that day he brings a a physical kingdom again and so through that Holy Spirit when you say I don't want to forgive them that hurt they hurt me they hurt my wife they hurt my family they're messing with me they're hurting my whatever you can say god help me and through forgiveness and through the help of the holy spirit you begin to start something that god can then do it starts with you first feeling forgiven and this morning may be a time where you need to say god i'm not feeling forgiven by you i don't feel forgiven about what my life's looked like and before you leave you can say god help me with my my faith to trust you i i cuz he said it's he says you're forgiven but have you Acknowledged that and given it to him. No, that's a good good opportunity. The last thing is deliverance. Everybody in this room needs deliverance. Everybody in this room has had some form of deliverance. And now let me tell you what that word really means: De- deliver us from evil. Meaning, how many of you all have been in a bad way and God saved you from that, pulled you out of that, forgave you for it? You know, that's called deliverance. You got set free. Deliverance in a if you've been incarcerated would be when you're behind bars. It's when you're set free from those bars and you're now on the other side of that. Every one of us has had things that have bound us or shackled us or put us in bondage, right? So I don't know about you, part of what we need to do as the church is to be delivered. And it says, deliver us from evil. We can pray that, God, deliver me from the evil things. Deliver me from bondage. Deliver me. So everybody in this room needs to be delivered at some degree or another. Lead me not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is what? The kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen? That was added on, by the way. But look at this so we've got a model we've got the the aspects or elements in 2021 that'll bring a supernatural thing a a way of god into our nation into our families and our homes and across this world and then and then jesus goes on and in luke i've now jumped over to luke and he finishes up right after this prayer model and he says look i want to talk about how you're to keep praying i want you to be persistent and he goes on here and he begins to say he gives a story of someone that he knows a friend and it's kind of i guess it's late at night and 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 he has got his family in the big room you know back then they just lived in one big room you had mom and dad and kids and aunt and uncles and grandparents all in this big room sound fun Mm -hmm. they didn't have their own rooms okay and here's a buddy comes by and says hey dude that they didn't use that back then but anyway hey dude knocking on the door had some friends stop by i need to pick up some margarine i don't know something and the guy says no we're already in bed the door is locked right i'm going to go on here through a few slides here don't bother me jesus's words here right after how to pray and he's saying keep at it he's using this story i don't want to get up no ah, you, know, you know it goes on and on and then he, guess what it says it, in imprudence it means he stayed at it he kept bringing the petition and it says eventually he'll get up and open the door and give you what you need I don't know why that story is what Jesus used to tell us about being persistent. You can't manipulate God, but I believe what he's trying to do is get our dependence so burned into us, so much a part of us, that we won't leave without him answering. He goes on to say in verse 9, and I tell you this, I'll tell you this, ask, and it will be given to seek and knock. It's saying, look, you got to ask for it, you need to seek it. And then you keep knocking and knocking and knocking. For everyone who asks, receives, and the one who seeks, finds, and the one who knocks, it will be open. This Lord's Prayer, this prayer that he's brought to us is about helping us bring the components, the elements of our praying in 2021 to bring what? His kingdom into today, into your life and into your heart. One last verse to set us up before we finish this morning is First John 5:14, And I just brought this in because I, I love this. Everybody in here would say this is the confidence we have. This is the confidence we have approaching God that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. Do you all agree with that? So let me wrap this up. You ready to be wrapped up? We watched a video and we've been hearing some things and many of you can relate or know someone these these points relate to. I would like to ask us today before we leave to take a few, we're going to take a few minutes to just pray. And I believe as we begin to pray today or as you leave here or even this week that we begin to ask God to bring hope and healing. How many know there's some people that need some hope and need some healing in our world right now? How about bringing reconciliation? And I'm not just talking about out there. There are some reconciliation that we need to be praying for that, that only God can bring. And we begin to pray that way. And Lord, let me forgive and let me allow you to, to bring deliverance to me. And then all of a sudden he begins to work on the other side of that because his spirit is working and, and there's a healing that goes on. How about this? Asking God to turn weakness into strength. Anybody would like to have some weakness turned into strength or tears turned into a song or pain that pain that you may have gone through a new song has put into you a laughter a joy of the Lord or how about scars into a story does anybody know anybody that get blessed if God could do that this year absolutely so here's what I'd like us to do if y'all will stand with me I've asked LJ to just sing a verse or so of what we've already sung on one song and here's what I'd like us to do I want you to pray around the thoughts of daily provision or forgiveness or deliverance and let God choose those words in you. And it may be this morning you're going to pray for yourself. Lord, help me with forgiveness. Maybe it's for a loved one. I'd also ask you to pray for those that need Jesus. There is a world that still doesn't know his saving knowledge. They are bound. Pray for the church. I'm talking about the Big C Church. You can pray for community church, but it's bigger than that. Pray for our neighbors and our co workers. Pray for our nation. Today, this people, this body, the first service did it, and I know we do it. We are going to pray for things of the Lord over our nation and over these things, over our world. And I brought this in at the very end the medical teams. Thank you. If you're in the medical field, doctors, nurses, staff, thank you for working so hard to love others use your skills and risk your life amen aren't you glad you have nurses and staffing like that and those i even just a few days ago some people in our church have come down with covid we need to pray for them also as a church so here's what I'm going to do. He's going to sing. I'm going to, I'm going to myself get down here and pray. You can pray right where you're standing. I love how these pews are, are spaced out enough. You can turn around and kneel down and put your elbows on your, on your chair if you want. Or you can come up here on the steps and pray as this is an altar. But let's let God have room in you and through you. Is that okay for the next few minutes? Just the next few. Give me a wave if that's okay. Let me just say this. If you're not into any of this... You're just not tuned in. Would you just be absolutely quiet? And let God have room. Amen? All right. Let's pray.
1: Let your will be done in me. Let your kingdom come. Heart and say that I love you I give my life God, I am forever yours
0: You're welcome to keep praying But join me as we close Father, we thank you that today is the day you've made You've given us breath and life We honor you and worship you Father, we do want your kingdom to come first in us. So Lord, let us receive your forgiveness. Let us receive your ability to deliver us from evil. Father, help us then be your people to go out from here and to not look at this world and to look at other humans without your... Heart, without your model of prayer without who you really are and want us to be so I pray for families and I pray for parents and children who need to be have healing and for marriages Lord I pray for those that are lonely those that have lost loved ones that you'd comfort them today Father we know that this world is upside down in many ways this nation is struggling But God, you're still on the throne. You still have the plan. You still will prevail in the end. And Father, let us as the church go out of here strong and confident that somebody greater than elections are are in control. That you'll guide us, you'll use us to ring about your plan for the United States of America and for our homes. We praise you, we love you, we give this to you. And ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. You're dismissed. Go be the light.